It is awesome to be a Christian. Welcome to the Reaching Forward podcast, James chapter 1 and verse 2. And this is really an explosion. So chapter 1, verse 1, uh, it says, James, a servant of God and the Lord of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. So he said, hey, it's James. And then boom, it's like an explosion. James chapter 1 and verse 2, my brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. And I like to preach on the thought of a message. Wait, what? Heavenly Father, have your way in this service, we pray in Jesus' name. Have you ever heard some things that don't make sense? (laughs) Just like my brethren, count it all joy when you face adversity, temptations. Well, how about pretty ugly, terribly good? Once again, silent scream, public secret, objective opinion, genuinely fake, How about this, jumbo shrimp, military intelligence? (laughs) Or the last one, have you ever heard someone say, that was seriously funny? (laughs) Well, a paradox is something like a situation that is made up of two opposite things. And it seems impossible that they are true, but actually, it is true or possible. What did James say by by the Holy Spirit? My brethren... Christians, count it all joy when you add everything up, when you fall into diverse temptation, when you're facing uh, all kinds of adversities in your life. He said, hey, count it all joy. Uh, It's interesting. Some things initially seem impossible, but upon closer inspection, the paradox makes sense. Have you ever heard the youth is wasted on the young. George Bernard Shaw says this, and it seems like it's a contradiction because the young embody youth. But upon closer inspection, this paradox makes sense. The youth, in this case, the vibrancy and energy of youth, they're not recognized by the young, are they? And so they don't invest themselves in important, wise, and valuable pursuits. Hence, they kind of waste their own youth on the young. Less is more, beginning of the end. Pen is mightier than the sword. The only constant is change. The more you give, the more you get. The word is the world is full of paradoxes, isn't it? Well, God's word is no different. God's word is for, full of apparent contradictions, apparent oxymorons, but upon closer inspection, and that's really what we need to do. Upon closer inspection, we need to look at the word of God and find out that there's truth, and then we need to apply the principles. The word, God's word is full of paradoxes. Jesus said, for whosoever will save his life. Have you remembered that? She'll lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life. For my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. But then he explains, for what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Jesus was saying that the exchange of purpose has to happen because in the end, only eternal life through Jesus will make a difference. Paul in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20 shares a wait what or a paradox. He said, I'm crucified with Christ. And then he says, nevertheless, I live. What? And then he says, yet not I, but Christ 
liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So it's an apparent contradiction. I'm crucified, that means to death. Christ was crucified to death. The blood that he shed gained us forgiveness for our sins. The New Testament is only available. A testament is available when someone dies. Christ died and his testament was available to us in his blood. But then he rose from the dead and that power is sealed in the resurrection. So Paul said, I'm crucified, I'm dead. But then he said, I'm alive. But then he explains it. There's a new life in me. You know, when you give your life to God, there's a new life in you. That old things are passed away or dead. And behold, all things are become new and all things are of God. And Paul said, there's a new life in my flesh and it's Jesus. And he said, I begin to live by the faith of the Son of God. And then it said, who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus died that I might live. It's an apparent contradiction, but it's a paradox. There's truth in it upon closer inspection. Wait, what? (laughs) The key with the paradox, and you know, a key with a lot of things we go through is to to find what God's word says about something. And if it doesn't make sense, don't deny it. Don't say, well, that doesn't work. The key with the paradox is to get past the wait what moment and look deeper into the meaning of what's being said. My brethren counted all joy. He didn't say that for all things give thanks. The Bible said, in everything give thanks for this is the will of god in christ jesus concerning us to have that right attitude see the gk chesterson said the christian ideal has not been tried and found wanting but it has been found difficult and left untried You see, we need to continually be learning in the word of God. God has a lesson for us to learn, to help us to grow. There's a work in the waiting. See, as we learn from James chapter 1 and verse 3, the next verse, James explains what he was sharing. He didn't say everything was easy. He wasn't telling you to be crazy. So I'm happy that things are going wrong. That's not what James is saying. Because that would, you'd look at someone who's just kind of laughing to themselves and there's no joke and you're like, they, they, they might have a problem. <laughs> but James said, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that she may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. You see that God is developing his people Paul, he he shares with us a truth that, you know, if we're going to be a teacher, if we're going to be an example of the believer, we must be a learner. Paul said, I've learned. Paul was a learner. He was a great leader, but he was a learner. In whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. He said, I know. Both how to be abased or down, under an avalanche of things, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Doesn't that sound like a a characterization of a paradox? But then he said, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. 
You see, he that hath begun a good work in you, brother, sister, he that hath begun a good work in you, he'll perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. The Bible, you know, knows that when the excitement of a beginning wears off, then what, what, what happens when that, when that battle comes our way, when that uh, adversity comes our way? Are we supposed to not be excited? When Monday morning rolls around, is the Sunday excitement of church still there? Is conference excitement there when there's no conference? You see, when that beginning wears off, the Bible exhorts us that God's still doing a work. God knows what's going to happen, and all things work together for good to them that love God. You see, when the excitement wears off, let's look deeper into the Word of God. I'm going to count it all joy. I'm going to count it all joy. If I don't see it changing, God's doing a work in me, and I'm going to learn something. You know, if you learn an expensive lesson, it's worth it. Life for God isn't a sprint anyway, but it's a marathon. It's an ultra marathon. It's a lifelong run. Nevertheless, I live. Wait, what? He said, what we really mean to do is to apply the principle. What's the principle? Count it all joy. Count it all joy. When you fall into all of this adversity and all of these challenges in our life, that we can have joy unspeakable and full of glory by keeping the right attitude. Our attitude's important. It's been shared by a preacher named... Andrew Murray, how like a magnet among steel filings, the thankful heart finds the mercies and picks them out of the black dust of sorrow and suffering. You ever held a magnet over something and everything that's magnetized just begins to attract it? You know, the, the thankful heart finds some good in the adversity, some good. Say, well, preacher, this one did this or this one did that. Well, God, I must need it because you allowed it. God, it must have been ordered because the steps of a good man, a good woman, they're ordered by the Lord. Say, well, what do I do? Brother, sister, keep going. Keep going. The reaping is coming. The Bible says, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we Therefore, have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Keep planting joy, keep planting thanks, keep planting love, keep planting forgiveness. You see, I need to get out of a battle that I'm in and get into the battle for the Lord. I need to get into the battle because Jesus, our great captain, is a victor. And if he's on our side, we can't lose because of God before us. Who can be against us? This boy who did not know what an echo was cried across the valley. Who's there? And the echo answered, Who's there? The child could not see who spoke those words, and he asked, Who are you? And back came the words, Who are you? The boy thought someone was trying to tease him, so he shouted, Please stop it! And the echo repeated, Please stop it! Just as the child was beginning to become bewildered by this echo, his mother saw what was going on and explained that no one was trying to tease him. It was only an echo of his own voice that came back to him. A child thought about it for a moment and then cried out, I love you. And the words came back, I love you. 
The child enthusiastically shouted, You're so good! And the compliment was returned to him. The child became happier and more enthusiastic about life. You know, the moral of the story is, whatever we give to this world comes back to us. And so when you're going through something, brethren, count it all joy. God's building a work in you. God's not going to let you fall apart. You can trust God. You can live a life of joy. The source is from heaven, not from what you're going through. And this too shall pass. My brethren, count it all joy. When you fall into divers' temptations, trust God. There's a truth in the paradox. God bless you is our prayer.